Hi there, and welcome to the Wellbeing Room. I'm your host, Leo Cooper, from the Centre of Key. In this podcast, you'll hear stories of my own wellbeing journey, and you'll be meeting some special people along the way who'll be sharing their stories too. As you listen, I hope you'll get inspired to improve your own well-being and get more out of life. Greetings, Earthlings. Welcome to Episode 7 of The Wellbeing Room. It's lovely to have you here and I'm thanking you for tuning in today. Today's episode is all about planetary well-being I don't want to dwell on the negatives here. We all know that the planet is in a dire position. Climate change is real. There's certain things that are going to affect us in the next decade or two. It's going to affect the way we live. But I would like to offer some hope today because I think we all need a bit of hope. I think we're sick of feeling helpless I know for many years I've battled with this feeling of helplessness. You know, how can I do something? I'm just one small person. But I think if we all take some initiative for planetary well-being, then collectively we're going to have some power and make some really positive impacts. So today I just want to focus on sending out some messages of hope, sending out some ideas to help you gain some power and control and do what you can to help the planet. And in doing so, you'll also be improving your own well-being because the two are so intertwined. I remember when I first started yoga, my yoga teacher, she was very passionate about the health of the environment and how it was reflected in people's health in general. So she would Uh, compare the rivers of the world to people's bloodstreams and she would say you know the rivers are polluted and it's a you know reflection of the polluted bodies that we have the blood in our bodies the bloodstreams are polluted because we're eating lots of junk food and sugar and unhealthy things and so reflecting the the bad health of our bodies is being reflected in the environment and I, I, that kind of rang true for me. I could see her point and what she was trying to say with that. So ultimately, you know, what we put into our bodies creates our health. And how we think about that is going to influence, you know, what we eat and what we do to stay healthy. And that will also have an impact on the environment. If we just trash our bodies, then we're more likely to trash the environment. I'm sure you've seen, this is one of my pet hates, you know, people going to fast food, restaurants, drive throughs and that, and then they just throw their rubbish out the car window as they're finished eating and drive off. And that's like, that makes me so, so, so mad um, when I see that happen. Um, but that's the kind of people that just, they put trash in their bodies and then they trash the planet as well. So that's the correlation for me. So what I want to offer today is some hope, some suggestions that perhaps you might have already taken on, but if you haven't, you might want to consider. So the first really big tip that I would like to share is to reduce your consumption and also your waste. So what does this mean? Like I've alluded to, it's about um, eating less packaged food or takeaway food where you're... um, consuming something that needs to be made and wrapped and purchased and then disposed of okay 
and just basically buying less stuff. I mean, there's shops full of stuff. I'm sure, you know, you just walk into any shopping center and there's just shops full of stuff and you look at the stuff on the shelves and most of the stuff is on the shelf is actually going to end up in landfill, you know, in the tip at some point in the not too distant future. It's going to break or it's going to become obsolete or it's just going to become useless. Um, So just buy less stuff, you know, you don't necessarily need all the stuff that's in the shops. Uh, So really pick and choose what you're going to spend your money on. Uh, Also avoiding things that are in packaging. So if you can buy things in bulk, that's a great way to reduce um, waste. There's lots of bulk whole food stores popping up here and there. We're lucky enough in the Barossa now to have one in Angerston, which is like my favorite place to go shopping. So a shout out to the Real Pantry here. And so I love being able to just take my own jars, fill them up with what I want, what, you know, and then buy what I need and come home and put it on my shelf. There's no extra packaging involved and I know I'm, I'm making a positive impact by doing that. Also, like reusing things is another big tip I find, like reusing shopping bags, get reusable shopping bags, cloth bags, and keep a few in your car, keep one in your handbag, um, you know, have one near the door when you, before you go out. Just, you know, they can come in little compact things now. You can just slip them in your pocket. They're really easy. So anything that you can reuse that way is a great way to reduce waste. I also like to keep things like, you know, I buy fruit or veg and it comes, you know, there's a rubber band around it. Like you get a, a, a bunch of kale or a bunch of carrots and there might be like a rubber band tied around them to keep them together. And I keep all those rubber bands, you know, I put them in a bag in a drawer and then when I get a nice big bundle, I take them back to the farmer's market where I purchased the veggies and I give them back to the, the farmer and I say, here's all your rubber bands back, you can reuse them. And they're like really grateful to get all their rubber bands back. So just silly, simple things like that, you know, it doesn't need to be massive things, just simple things, rubber bands, you know, makes a difference. They're not going into landfill, they're getting another life, they're getting reused. So that's my first tip, reduce your consumption and reduce your waste. The second tip I'd like to share is to really think about where your food comes from. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, then you probably are already doing that. Uh, So I really appreciate you for doing that. But thinking about where your food comes from, especially we want to try and eat as naturally as we can. So fresh fruit and veg you know, whole grains, locally sourced products where we can. So can you grow your own? I mean, a lot of us may have a little bit of space or even just a pot. We can plant some lettuce or something in there. It's not too hard. That's a good starting point. But obviously, if you don't have enough space and you're not really gardening minded, then you could definitely go to a local farmer's market and buy from a local farmer. That being said, if that's not accessible to you then checking out your local local supermarket and just trying to buy things that are grown within your general area so if you go to the supermarket it might like we're in Australia so it might say grown in Australia but I live in South Australia so I'd be looking for things that say grown in South Australia potentially um, so that I know that they're coming from a, a smaller radius we want to reduce those food miles as much as possible because transport costs are high and transport costs the planet you know we're burning fossil fuels to get things from one place to the other and if we can reduce those food miles then we're reducing the impact on the planet at the same time so that's why I'm suggesting to really think about where your food comes from and consider 
trying to buy as locally as you can, growing your own if that's a possibility. If you know someone who grows their own food, you know, asking them, you know, can I trade you something for some some vegetables? You know, maybe you can come up with some trade. Maybe you can help them out in their garden and for your hard work, they'll give you some vegetables to take home. I don't know. The, the sky's the limit here. You know, use your initiative, speak to your friends, come up with some ideas. So basically that's tip two. Now the third tip is something that I'm really passionate about and that is considering ethical investments. Now I don't have a lot of money and I don't actually have any investment funds or anything but I consider my superannuation, my retirement fund as probably one of the biggest investments I'll ever have in my life because my employer in Australia has been putting money into my superannuation fund over the years. I've been employed in the workforce for over 20 years. So that money I have in super has been steadily growing over time. When I first you know, got my first proper real job and was getting paid, I just had it going into some normal fund. But then a few years later, uh, we were able to select our own fund for our superannuation. And at that point, I discovered something called Australian Ethical Investments. I actually read a book called Ethical Investing by Ross Knowles. And that's kind of opened my eyes to how we can invest our money for a better planetary future. So ethical investment funds, socially resp- they invest in socially responsible companies uh, that support you know, renewable energy, efficient transport, recycling, education and health and things like that. And so when you put your super into an an ethical superannuation fund, you know that your money is not going towards mining, it's not going to weapons manufacture, it's not going to alcohol or tobacco or any of those other companies that are going to have a negative impact or, you know, fast food giants, that type of thing. You want your money to be going to companies that are supporting the well-being of the planet. And I think that's that's where we can have a really, really big impact. So if you are not currently investing your super in an ethical super fund, then I would really, really recommend that you look at that first thing tomorrow or as soon as you finish on this podcast and and really find out what you can do there. Because like I said, that's if you've got some money stashed away in your super, that's going to have a big impact if you move it across to support an ethical super fund and put your money in there and the returns are actually really good I cannot complain for the 20 odd years that I've been in this ethical super fund my money has just continued to grow even with downturns in the economy and with COVID and everything like that all right so they're my three main tips that I've covered for planetary well-being So I'll just recap those three tips again. The first one was to reduce your consumption and your waste. The second was to think about where your food comes from. And the third one was to consider ethical investments. I hope that you can take something away from that, implement that in your life and know that you're going to, by doing that, you're going to have a positive impact, not only on your own health, but on the health of our lovely planet. And it really is the only planet we have. So it's up to us to take care of it for ourselves, for our future generations, and for all the plants and animals that also inhabit this space. So Earthlings, thank you for listening to episode seven. I hope I've been able to inspire some hope for the future through this episode today. Let me know what you think. Reach out to me on Facebook at the Wellbeing Room Facebook page or 
get in touch via email. I'll put a link in the show notes for all my contact details there. Until next time, stay well. Thank you.